Alright, week two, let's get into it. Whip Snakes Atlas. My obviously locks for this game, Burnlord, Zeddy, and Ardella, Earnhardt. Uh, Burnlord is just an absolute savage against the Atlas, especially. I don't think the Atlas is going to score too much. Zed Williams leads the league in goals, uh, tied with Lyle Thompson. Easy lock. Nardella, fucking tied for first with uh, 63% save uh, baseball percentage. It's going to be a tough matchup against Trevor Baptiste. I, I still think you got to go with him. He's still the best guy in the entire league. If you have him on your team, you're playing him. And Michael Earnhardt is obviously going to eat at that um, LSM position off of Nardella. He's going to have ground balls for days. Another guy who I like in this specifically is Channon Chuck. Um, I just think that the matchups are going to be where he kind of has his own space, time, and room. So expect him to crank in a two-pointer this game. Um, I would say Rambo, but I just think the matchup versus Tucker Durkin is going to be kind of tough. So I wouldn't really bank in on him. Uh, this is my first time saying, you know, don't play him just because of the fact that I've been saying it every time, and I say, you know, no, he'll bounce, he'll bounce back, he'll do it, he'll he'll show that 2019 Matt Rambo, but it just hasn't happened yet, so I just can't say it right now. On the other side, I think that um, if you're really looking for some type of craziness, I think Teat is a guy who you could play. It's his first game since uh, playing in college about 400 days ago. We'll see what happens. He's gonna have to bang some rust off. I'm not sure why he hasn't played till now. I'm not sure if it was a legal issue, an amateurish issue type of thing with um, college or if it was an injury that he was rehabbing. Either way, he's in this game, and I would expect to use him if you if you have him and you're, you're shy on depth on that attack side. Another attackman who I think you could play, but again, I'm not solid about this team, is Eric Law. I still love Eric Law. He hasn't produced this year, but I'm just waiting for the day that he does. Jake Carraway, though, is your guy. On this, he leads the league with, uh, or he leads the team, I should say, in points and goals. So Jake Haraway is a guy who you could always look towards. He's definitely going to be the most consistent guy on this team when it comes down to in terms of points. I really do like Craig Chick as well, as long as goals against doesn't really matter for you, because in this game they're gonna let the fuck up. Uh, I think Chick is a guy who you could play. He produces fantasy wise, especially with the uh, in terms of ground balls and um, takeaways. He's a guy who you can look towards. I still like Casabio if you're really looking for a guy, but I think in this circumstance that he's a stretch. I like Durkin, but again, I think he's a stretch, even if he's playing Matt Rambo, and I don't think Matt Rambo's going to do a whole lot this game just because he hasn't so far. I don't think this is a game where he would have to do it. It's just a tough matchup. I would expect him to have a couple points, but if you're really looking for a guy, I'm not sure if he's really it, but if you're desperate, I think he's viable. And Caveman Raphorst, he's... He's a dude who I love. He's always out there producing fantasy points. Um, he's not my number one LSM, but he's in that top three for me. Moving on to Redwoods and Chaos. My locks are easy. TD Erlin, you, there's nothing to say that you shouldn't put him in. Rob Pinnell, Miles Jones, both locks. Both guys who are leading like top five or so in the league in points. Rob Pinnell, I believe, leads the league. Jones, I think, um, leads all midfielders. So those guys, you can't take them out until they give you a reason to. Uh, interesting, offensively, there's a lot of guys uh, for the Redwoods who are out this game. So we'll see what their matchup looks like in terms of attackmen. Q is out. My guess is that Garnsey goes in and Henningberg stays at midfield. My reason for this is that Henningberg has done a really good job at the midfield position while Garnsey has struggled. 
to really get any points on the board. So I think that they put Garnsey back to his natural position out of uh, due to comfort, and they leave Henningberg in the midfielder to further get adjusted to that new position. I could see them putting Henningberg down low just because he's been doing better, so you think you give him the spot that he likes. But in my, my opinion, Henningberg's been doing well from up top, so I think you put Garnsey in down low just to give him a better feel, kind of get him hot because um, a hot Garnsey is a tough guy to tough guy to uh, to guard. The guys who were out for this uh, continue with Near and Sexton, so I'm not too sure about Troutner. The last game that they gave up uh, three three uh, three two pointers and they lost 11, uh, 10 to thirteen or thirteen to ten I should say against the chaos. So I'm not super sold on Troutner right now. It's going to be tough. I think the midfielders on the Chaos are really where they strive. So I'm, and also Westberg is out, so they're going to be relying on them a little bit more. So I just I see too many two-pointers going in from last game to really feel like Tim Troutner's your guy. I still do feel like he's a solid third, fourth, maybe right around that Morocco area because they're versing the Atlas, the Cannons. So I think that he's definitely a guy who's probably your fourth best choice in this week and I still do think that Garrett Apple is a guy who you could play regardless of who is around him he's a workhorse and he's an absolute fucking savage and Kyle Harrison it's his last time playing in Baltimore if you're one of those people that feel superstitious about certain memories and stuff he's an 03 grad from Johns Hopkins he's from the area if you're a guy who has a certain way about feeling about stuff like that a guy or a gal I should say then Kyle Harrison's your guy to put in as a number three midfielder. I don't expect him to do a whole bunch, but it's his last time playing in Baltimore. So there's nothing better than fucking balling out on your last day in your hometown. On the chaos side, um, Blaze Reardon lock, Jack Rowlett lock, both of them extremely fantasy vi- uh, viable. Jack Rowlett, I learned last weekend that he's a fucking savage uh, fantasy-wise. I didn't think he was. I was leaning more towards Jared Newman, who I still do kind of like in this matchup, uh, especially with the lack of um, guys who are in, especially, you know, it's easier to get ground balls because their LSM isn't in, so he's versing the backup, and it's a little bit easier to play um, down low in in their own defensive end because you kind of know it's going to start coming from up top. Uh, I mean, you still have Pinnell Jones, um, but I think if you put Garnsey in down low, um, you know, you have a, you just have a bit of a new situation. Guy comes out, not everyone's used to it. I would assume that there's been time for this to mesh, um, but he's a guy who I, who I also think that you can look towards, although he's not my lock. Another guy who I like is Dane Smith. Dane Smith, in general, has been doing really well for this Chaos team. Again, with those individuals out on the Redwood side, I think Dane Smith's a guy who you can look towards, uh, as well as uh, Jake Ficaro. Jake Ficaro had a couple two-pointers last week. Ex- I would expect him to continue, especially with Tim Troutner's issue of um, saving that two-point shot. If it's up close, it's pretty much a save for this guy, but if it's out farther, he does tend to struggle. And then with uh, another guy out, uh, Westberg, a lot of outs in this game. So for the replacement there, I think Josh Byrne plays. That's that's a given. I think Chris Cloutier stays in. He's been playing, and he's been doing pretty well. So that's my one, two. And then my three is Mac O'Keefe, and then my four is Curtis Dixon. I'm not sure why Curtis Dixon has not played this season, but he just hasn't touched the field. He's not even on the stat sheet. So I, I would like to see him play. Uh, I think he's an absolute savage. He played really well last season. 
but he hasn't played so far. They've been playing Chris Cloutier, so expect some more from Chris Cloutier. He's been doing pretty well. And moving on to the Water Dogs versus Archers, we have the Courier-Schreiber matchup. I think it's going to be super interesting. I think that Courier is going to do well, as long as goals against doesn't matter. I think he's a guy who you can look towards that two-way midfielder. I think he'll get a good amount of turnovers and um, ground balls like he did last weekend. Not as much, but I think he'll still uh, get some. And I think that he'll do decently. I think he'll get a point or two. So he's a guy who you can, you can expect to rack up some stuff pretty quickly. Schreiber, on the other hand, I'm not too sure about. You know, he hasn't been super consistent, but I would like to expect to see him do better this time. I think that he can kind of wear down Courier, but we'll see on how they utilize Courier this um, this matchup. It's going to be super spectacular with some matchups in this game. Now going on to the locks. For me, uh, Brown and Schlosser are the, <laughs> the great name for the uh, Water Dogs. Brown is obviously leading the team right now in points. Schlosser had a hell of a weekend. We'll see if it was a fluke or it's something that he can continue with. An almost lock for me, like I said before, is Zach Courier. I really like e uh, Eli Gobrech. He's been doing pretty well um, just overall in terms of fantasy-wise and just playing defense-wise. Uh, he definitely passes the eye test as well. He's been playing over Eli Salama, who I thought was going to do well, and he's been doing as, just as well, if not even better. So I like him as well. They'll be playing a good amount of defense this game, so expect him to get some ground balls and some turnovers. And then on the other side, with Gittleman and Ment, we have them both as locks. Adam Gittleman, I mean, like 83% on the season. If they play Drew Adams, they're out of the fucking mind. I, I've, I can't fucking look at it anymore. They have to just stick with Gittleman. I don't understand why they keep playing uh, Drew Adams from time to time. Grant Dement, easy, leads the league in, or leads the team in points and assists. That offense is unreal. Uh, Dylan Ward, I don't really believe in at all. He's not a great goaltender right now. So I would expect to see that continue against such a high-octane offense. I really like Scott Ratliff. He's not a lock, but I really do like him in this matchup. I would expect him, if you're playing with points, I expect him to kind of pick that up a little bit. I like him just as much as I like Schreiber. I think that he'll get two, three points this game. So if you're looking at something like that, I think he's a guy that you can go towards towards more like a high-end second um, midfielder. And then the rest of the offense is obviously uh, viable from here to there. Will Manny is my number one. Holman's my number two if you're trying to give it a bit of ranking. The last game, though, of this was 9-7 Archers. So I say all this and whatnot, but last game was not super high scoring. So we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be much more high scoring than last time. Uh, and then defensively, Graham Hasek, Mike McMahon, I think they're good two defensemen, both high twos. Uh, Graham Hasek, I would put more as a higher two, and then Mike McMahon, I would put more as like a mid-tier two, but I like both of them. And then for me, if you need a face-off man, this is, this, I can't stress this enough, this is the series that you have to watch. This is the game you have to watch. Stephen Kelly versus Jake Withers, both of them sitting about the same uh, face-off percentage. Withers with one extra game. Uh, Kelly with that 73% last um, in the last game. We'll see if you're looking for a third for for if you're a fourth guy in a league, and the TD Erlands and the Trevor Baptistes and the Joan Ardella has been taken, and you're not sold on Farrell, then this is the matchup that you have to fucking look at, because this is the matchup where you'll see 
I think it's going to go Withers' way. I like him a little bit more. I think that that might have just been a fluke by Stephen Kelly. Uh, I still think that he's not bad, but I, I can't be sold on him just yet. But this is the matchup that if you need a face-off guy, this, I can't stress enough, this is the matchup you have to watch. Moving on to the Cannons and the Atlas, I have to give my lock to Paul Ravel uh, versus his old team. He's been on a tear, easy enough to say. Lyle Thompson, like I said before, 10 goals. He's a lock. Brody Merrill, say it every time. He's just been playing off his fucking rocker. So those are my three locks on the Cannon side. I do like uh, Rafus, uh, the rookie that leads all rookies in points. He plays the attack on the Cannons. He's a guy who I think you look to, especially versus a team like the Atlas. And then defensively wise, I like Pulver, but I even more like Goodrich. Uh, Goodrich is just an uh, he's he's something else, man. I mean, he gives the short stick defenseman so much airtime; it's unbelievable. If you're not talking about Goodrich when you're talking about the Cannons, then I don't know what you're doing. And then on the Atlas side, in this specific matchup, Trevor Baptiste has to be lock um, between Tom Kelly and I don't even know who the other fucking guy is. Neither of them are doing the job, uh, so I would, exp- I would play Trevor Baptiste if you have him. I like this matchup. Uh, you know, again, guys who you can play, Caraway, T, Law. I still like Chick and CVR in this, but I'm not super sold on any, any of them. I like Chick and CVR just because um, they'll be playing defense a lot because they'll be uh, – I'm sorry. I like um, the offense a lot more just because I think that they'll be playing a lot of – offense that's why i don't really have morocco on this just yet uh i think that if you don't trust troutner that in that matchup um especially with the people who are out morocco is your next guy to go to it's just the fact that they'll be playing so much defense because they're never going to win a fucking face off so that's about it for that game and the last game on the weekend is the chrome and whips uh jake morell i have to say i have to put in uh ran again on the midfield side i believe that they're both like mid threes, you could play them. Um, obviously, it's gonna be tough versus the Whip Snakes. Uh, Jesse Bernhardt's out, so it's gonna be a tough day for the defense. But I still like Joel White at LSM. He's definitely viable um, as long as goals against still count. He's a guy who you can look towards. He's been a real fucking workhorse at LSM for this team. And then on the Whip Snake side, um, you know, same locks: uh, Burnmore, Zed, Earnhardt, Nardella. I like Rambo in this matchup um, a little bit more just because Chrome has absolutely no fucking goaltender. They might as well play with a fucking pylon in that. And Mike Chanichuk, I like as well. And then some deeper guys, uh, Brad Smith, John Haw, Squires, Mueller, uh, the first two on midfielder, the next two on defense. If you're looking for guys, this is a good matchup for them. But that's about it for this weekend's. Um, as always, you know, it's going to be a hell of a fucking weekend and I'm really fucking looking forward to it, man. Can't wait.